Hello everybody, welcome to the NC Real Estate Podcast. We are so excited to have you over here. We love, love, love having you. Um, I'm joined again with Lorenza. Good morning, everyone. And we have come together with this podcast today as kind of a response to the really terrible things that are going on at the moment. I'm sure that you've all seen it, the awful, hideous terrorist attacks that are going on have been happening in the UK. I mean, I was in Paris uh, on Thursday and Friday and got the train back on Saturday evening. Um, Luckily wasn't caught up in it, but got home and turned on the TV and it was all over the news, what was going on in London Bridge and Borough Market. And, you know, we had the Manchester attack and there was Westminster a couple of months ago and it is just appalling what is going on and our thoughts go out to the people caught up in it and all their relatives and just it's just awful 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 um but obviously as aside from that is something that is real really real to us landlords and us in the property profession and that is the fact that actually terrorism could now happen in and around your your properties and it's something that we really, really have to face up to. Um, for example, one of my friends manages Borough Market where the terrorist attack happens or happened on Saturday evening and will be at work this week dealing with that and the aftermath for the tenants and picking up the pieces. And I, I think it's something that it should now be a reality that we all we all have to focus on and I know this is an incredibly somber podcast to do but it's it's something I want to highlight and it's something that I think as landlords we have a responsibility to our tenants to make sure that they are getting the best information they can look we we can't stop terrorist attacks we don't condone it and it's terrible it really is that 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 could even be a possibility around us and really compromise the safety of ourselves and our tenants but I just want to take a step back for a minute and just talk about what we can do to really make sure that if the worst case scenario was to ever happen that we're prepared for it um Mm -hmm. and again it shouldn't be something that we have to be talking about it's awful it really shouldn't be something that we have to be talking about but I think in light of what's happening it we have to yes I think it would be wise um and to discuss it sen- uh, you know in a in a sensitive way um but also yeah it's something that has to be done it, it, so it i is. think um yeah in light of what's been going on recently with the attacks um perhaps a good place to start is to discuss insurance policies and and how you can actually uh, become or keep abreast of what's really going on. So I'm just wondering if you could share some some of the options when it comes to insurance policies and whether there's any new developments, uh, you know, associated with these, these, these um, terrorist attacks. Yeah, and I think when you're taking out insurance policies, um, I don't know if, if anybody's come across it before or whether you've taken note, but insurance policies now contain terrorist cover. And I think it's really wise that everybody starts getting this put into their landlord policies and making sure that they've got enough cover for if something terrible happens. Um, And really start speaking to your insurers about it and making sure that um, 
you've got that on your portfolio so that if anything goes wrong, then at least that's there as backup. And that could be as simple as if something goes wrong with your property and you need to put your tenants in an alternative accommodation, at least you're covered mm-hmm. for those sort of events. Um, it really makes sure that if anything does go wrong, then you can actually back that back that up and you've got something in place where you can do the best for your tenants and put them into a better situation. And I think that is incredibly, mm-hmm. incredibly important. So make sure that you are including those clauses within your insurance now. I know in London, it's something we definitely have to have. Um, and from acting on other people's portfolios, it's something we've had in place for a long time. Um, outside of London, I think you need to be checking it and making sure that you've got terrorism cover in place on your portfolio as well. So that's something I really, yes. really would recommend because then you're not dealing with this on your own. If something if something goes wrong, your priority just needs to be getting your tenants out of that situation and making sure that they've got somewhere safe and secure to live in. And terrorism cover will allow that to happen. Okay, great. Yeah, so that's something just to just to go look over your documents and see what's uh, what's the current state and um, and perhaps add that clause as you say. Yeah. Um. The, and the next the next question is with regards to emergency procedures, um, and I think this is more of the kind of practical, uh, your practical building and and um, and just having a plan, perhaps stuck on the back of every door on the kitchen fridge kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and just seeing, you know, how how do you get out? Um, yes. So so how does one start, uh, you know, with getting that organised? So that that this is a very good question, and it's something that I recommend all landlords you have in place for everything. So emergency escape procedures in case of anything really, so a fire or a flood or what your tenants should do if they need to get out of your property and how they get out of it and. You need to be looking at it realistically. So if it's a flat, say, could they get down the stairs? Um, You need to be telling them not to use the lift. Could they get out any other way? Could they go over the back? Is there an adjoining property that they could get onto? Obviously, it's got to be reasonable and it's got to be a safe route of escape. But you need to be telling your tenants exactly how they would get out of the property in an emergency situation because when they are faced with that situation, people panic. When you are in that situation where actually you have to do something now, if you don't already mm-hmm. know what you've got to do, you just start panicking about it. And it's making sure that people are brief beforehand. So, for example, in a flat that I've got, which is on the fifth floor, um, they can get over. There's actually a walkway onto the neighbouring property and they could get out into the common parts of the neighbouring property and down those stairs if the stairs in that property was blocked. Um, or they... They are told to sit and wait for the fire brigade. We've got fire safety rated doors. So they would just shut the doors if there was a fire and they would open a window that faces out onto the street and they would wait for the fire brigade to come. Now, that's just that flat. um, And it really varies depending on the flat of what the emergency escape procedures are. But do take a really, really good look um, and see how someone would get out of your building in case of an emergency. And if you've got block managers who are looking after the block on behalf of the freeholder, ask them what the emergency evacuation procedure is. And then make Mm -hmm. sure your tenants have a copy of this. And also, your tenants need to know who to call in an event of emergency. Because I've had it before where there's been a fire in a building um, that I've, I've managed. And 
the tenants have called me first rather than the fire brigade and I was further away than the yes. fire brigade who were right mm. next door um, mm -hmm. so your tenants need to know that even though you're managing the property even though you're looking after the property the first point of contact is always going to be the emergency services and make sure you provide them with that number I know Everybody thinks, yeah. oh, automatically. Everybody yeah. knows the number, but no, it's not always the case. It's, it's no. definitely not always the case. So make sure that that's provided and that the people, that your tenants know how to get out and who they need to contact. Obviously, also put at what stage they get in contact with you. So once they've been evacuated, once they are a safe place, in a safe place away from the emergency, then obviously they need to get in contact with you and let you know what's happening. But you shouldn't be the first point of call really in that situation where they need to get out in front of emergency. But your, te your tenants or your guests, if you've got service accommodation, need to know that, that you're not, that what your expectation of them is. So make sure that it's in an easy to locate folder within your flat they've got an email copy they've read it I actually make my tenants sign to say that they've read this just to make sure yes. that you know they are very aware of what's going on um, and I think it's a necessity nowadays make sure that you know how to get your tenants out in case of emergency and that if you don't if you don't know and your block managers don't know why not phone the fire brigade and ask them what their policy is? Because it's different for every location as well. So phone them up and have a chat. They are more than happy to have a chat with you. To be fair, it would be easier for them to get someone out of a building who knows exactly what to do than it is for someone who has no idea. So the more education that you can give your tenants and your guests of how to get out in that situation, the better. Yes, absolutely agree. I mean, um, and because... You know, not only related to the terror terror attacks, but um, and and you know they are really kind of becoming more frequent, um, which is not you know, not really funny at all. Um, I think really now is the time just to go and spend an hour or two, and yeah, as you say, call the fire brigade. Um, go and speak to the block manager, just get a bit of information and just put a very simple folder on the back of the door, yeah. you know, with, with all of this information, definitely um, is now is the time to do it. Yeah. Um, and then another thing is the that social media. Um, do you think, well, you know, what, like for example, yesterday when um, when I heard, or, or actually two days ago when I heard about um, about what was going on in London, I didn't hear it on the radio or on the television. I kind of got it, you know, this uh, the message on on my on my Facebook. So I'm I'm just kind of thinking, you know, what kind of part can social media play? Um, you know, in keeping in touch with current events and um, and which accounts should be followed? What what are are there kind of kind of government, um, for example, Twitter accounts that really give you that that information as soon as it's happening? Yes, I think that's a really good point to make. That you, I and I know this is very new for a lot of people, but on Saturday evening, the first place where you could see information about what was happening and what was being said about the incident was on Twitter. The Metropolitan Police were putting out announcements about how to act in the situation. You know, they were putting mm -hmm. guidance, short, sharp guidance. This is what we're expecting you to do right now. If you're in this location, stay put. You know, they were broadcasting that. And so you, yes. it would be really advisable for you to 
start following Twitter accounts for your local area, you know, with the police and local government and making sure that you're up to date with that. So if you hear that anything is going wrong, you can see what they're advising you to do because you need to act how they're advising you because they're trying to keep you safe. And then I think you should also, in your emergency evacuation pack, also add the Twitter handles to that emergency evacuation pack. Just tell your tenants, mm -hmm. follow these people because in the event of an emergency, this can... That they will explain to you what you need to do. And I think that's super useful. And this is what Twitter is all about. This is the positive side of Twitter. This is the positive side of social media. Make sure that they're following the right people, the people who can guide them into the right place. And once they've got that and they've, they've sorted out that information and they know actually, okay, something major is going down. I am just going to quickly check my phone or check Twitter and see what the local police are saying, local government are saying, and actually, oh, they've told me to stay put. I am going to stay here, lock the doors and not go out. Or I'm going to go to safety because the police are coming. You know, they know that someone's on it. And then they can also, it will also tell them whether to phone the emergency services or not. Now, look, there's different... There's different procedures. If there's a fire in the building, they need to get out. Don't bother getting on Twitter. But you need to be stating that on your evacuation procedures. You know, if there is a major incident in the area, please log on to local news, listen to this radio station, check, mm -hmm. check mm -hmm. this Twitter handle. That will tell you what you have to do. So make sure that your tenants are briefed about that as well because... Again, you might think this is common sense. You might think everybody knows to do this, but honestly, they don't. So you need to make sure that they know where to get the right information from and who to listen to as well. Mm -hmm. Because well, I mean, you, you might you might have you might have a, a an Airbnb guest from you know far away, who has you know I mean. I think um, long-term tenancy is one thing, and then you know people who are coming from you know China or Morocco. Yeah. Or and they wouldn't know Whatever. what to do. They wouldn't know what to do. So you need to make sure that you've just got that information. And it's very simple information. You know, in the case of a major, major event, this is where you're going to get updates from. Please make sure that you're following this and, you know, you're, you're keeping an eye on it. Now, there's not, touch wood, there's not going to be many major events going on. And, you know, yes. hopefully, hopefully incidents like Saturday night are a thing that's going to stop happening. But we need to make sure that we're keeping an eye out and we're vigilant and we are really helping our tenants stay safe. And you guys need to stay safe as well. I think we're in a we're at a time where it's a real sad and, and somewhat dangerous time, but we need to live our lives to the fullest. And even in the in light of these events, which are tragic, just seriously awful, we've got to be prepared and then we've got to go back out and live our lives because they can't win. We just got to be prepared for it that it shouldn't be normal, but it's something that happens. So as long as mm -hmm. we are educated about what to do, we know how to handle it and we know that actually it, you know, we can we can we can work together to make it yes. a, a bit of a just just yeah i think yeah um opening opening information channels um and kind of working together as you say just to to, to you know we're not completely isolated and completely alone yeah um so so yeah Prepar preparation is is key preparation is key so 
just to recap the three things that we've been through. So make sure that your terrorism insurance is up to date um, or add terrorism cover to your insurance policy. Um, make sure you've got correct emergency escape plans and that you've given that to your tenants or your guests. And then be following the relevant people on Twitter and making sure, and the radio channels that you need to be um, tuning into and the TV that you should watch in case of a major, a major incident so that you know what to do in those sort of awful events. But I'm hoping that this will become a thing of the past. It's just terrible. And I wanted to deal with this subject sensibly and sensitively, but I also wanted to highlight that it's something that we now need to be planning for as landlords and making sure that our tenants are safe, making sure that you're safe and making sure that your buildings are adequately protected. Like we don't know what's going to happen next, but mm -hmm. at least if we are somewhat prepared, then we can come out of this situation stronger than we would otherwise and i think that's what we're trying to get to with this podcast yeah, necessary topic so yeah thanks for for bringing that up today yeah so i'm sorry guys that it's it's not the bright excitable podcast that we would normally do but i think it's a subject that really needs to be highlighted and again you know this is not a funny time it's it's an awful, awful, awful situation and it's terribly upsetting. And again, all of our thoughts go out to families and loved ones and those caught up in the event. But let's just pull together and try and make sure that these situations do not cause a huge impact as those who are trying to do it think that it does. Because actually, prevention is it's a real good thing that we need to be working on and I hope we've I've hope we've dealt with this in a sensitive way you know we're not here to offend mm -hmm. anybody we are just here to make sure that everybody is pre prepared for worst case scenario and that's something yes. that we always say prepare for worst case yes. scenario because actually if anything better than worst case scenario happens then you know fabulous like absolutely awesome. fabulous <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so I think I'll draw the podcast to an end here um and just say look consider this and make sure that you are preparing yourselves for if something bad were to happen and make sure your tenants know exactly what they should do as well and what's expected of them and and that's the most you can expect to do you know we don't know what's going to happen next we don't know what's coming but to be prepared in that way will really really help situations that if they do play out go a lot smoother and that's all that can mm -hmm. be asked for so yes. With that, I think that's where we'll end the podcast today. But thank you guys for tuning in. And I really hope it that everybody is safe and secure. And let's let's go on with this positively. Let's let's Yes. Let's now okay, it's happened, but I really hope that, you know, still there's light to be shone out there and still people continue with hope and empowerment and you know it's an awful situation it is an awful situation but let's get out of it stronger i think that's the message from this podcast so if you want to email me about any of the topics that i've discussed today then do email me natasha at ncrealestate.co.uk um, or email lorenza property at ncrealestate.co.uk and we are here to chat with any of your questions all right. Thanks a lot um, for, for tuning in and uh, we'll speak to you next week, hopefully on a more positive note. Yeah. So have a good week, everybody. Stay safe and we'll catch up with you again next week.